Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And we are back with another Zombies episode. Continuing a, saga. Two years now, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, basically, it's almost a two-year anniversary, I think. Or it is. Actually, no, it's over, because it started... We were doing these live just before COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been over two years. Wow. Time yeah, flies. I've, I've survived for two years in the zombie apocalypse thus far. Although in in story it's only been like two months, but sure. yeah, well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, as a recap of the last episode, uh, Todd had just gotten back to camp after uh, successfully escaping the other town. Mm-hmm. Um, he left HK four on the road to see if they were being pursued, and uh, a few cars did drive by there their place and head and um kept going driving towards the other town where Todd made the alliance and where he was moving their people into his own camp. Uh so HK4 has been surveilling that situation and Todd and um Todd took a few cars full of people to kind of back them up. And where we last left off, he was approaching the town. There were two cars of quote unquote enemies that hadn't gone in the town yet. But two cars had gone in the town, and HK4 reported that they saw people. They saw Todd's people. Uh, and another thing Todd did was ask for uh, some scouts on motorcycles to head back towards the mini mall to make sure no other people from that other town were coming their way. Right, in the opposite direction. In the opposite uh, direction. Right, of where we are now. Because our camp so, is like in the middle of these two things. This, yep. this, this little town, we, we had Mostly saved from the, the zombie horde. Mostly saved, yes. Yeah, from many episodes ago. And uh, the, the little mini mall is a short distance the other way. So, yeah, okay. All right. All right, you... so that is uh, where we are picking up. All right, and you said that they had found a couple of uh, people. Yep, uh, H- H- HK4 <laughs> is surveilling it, and they're reporting that uh, one of the cars has spotted some people. And has stopped, and uh, they are getting out of their car and seem to be talking to the the people that they've seen. All right, now are they uh, acting aggressively towards uh, the the group uh, that they found in the t- in the town? Are they holding weapons on them? Uh... Um, as of yet, no guns are drawn. It seems to be kind of like a casual conversation. Okay, as far now, as they am I close tell. enough to hear anything or no? No, so you're okay. you're um you're super far out. Okay. Uh, uh from where the action's going on. You're you're kind of creeping up behind the other two cars that are still on haven't dro- driven into the town yet. So um, their cars you mean, not Yes. Um, okay. the uh enemy cars. All right. Now, um so Nope, go ahead. So here's what I'm going to do. Um I'm going to radio everybody else, um, and the and the only reason I'm not going. Oh, get- I'm sorry, I did forget this. You had sent one car to travel on the outskirts of the town to flank the town. One of your own cars, right? So you do have a car on the other side, like on the other side of the town, and you kind of have it in a pincer, right? Per se. All right, so I'm going to take uh, because. These are guys from that other town that we escaped from that we might have caused some havoc with um, and that we still took a guy from. 
I am not going to be part of the direct interaction if it comes to it at first, unless we have to start fighting. Because so, you, because they might know your face. Exactly. So I don't want them to think that we're the we're the same group of people, or you know, hopefully not. Well, so I'm going to send uh, one of the other guys uh, in closer, if need be, and then I'm going to take a group and go through the woods as close as we can get to the town to where all this interaction is going on. But I'm going to try and pull the, the cars, uh, backing them into the woods. So if, if you're not really looking closely, you might not see them, but at, by the same token, they're going to be facing out in case we have to, you know, drive real quick. All right. In so that's, direction. that's basically you and all of HK one then, since you guys were in enemy territory for a week and they know right. your faces. Right, exactly. So, so I don't you're, want you're them gonna seeing be, anybody. You're going to be Woods team. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, creeping as close as I can to the action without. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we won't have to get into any action at all. But but who knows what's going on? But I want to slowly creep up, and then I want to have one car ready to drive into the town uh, with just a group, just in case we need it, and let them know the situation. Like, don't let them know that you're in any way related to me and to the other guys that came with us uh, and see what you can find out and then, pr- and leave your radio on so I can hear what's going on in the interactions. So that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have um, one of the cars go up. I don't care who it is uh, to try and talk to these guys uh, and act like they're from the town too, but leaving their radio open so I can hear so all the people that are in the woods, if we need to, we can rush out and, you know, take care of business. That's what that's what uh, our next steps are going to be. So we're gonna H- be heading towards them. HK4 radios to you that you won't make it in time. So they're going to they'll send a guy, one of their guys in since they're cops of the town anyway, and they're dressed like it mm-hmm. to talk to the guy. Okay. And, uh, just to see what's happening and he'll leave his radio kind of open. All so right, yeah, let's hear. do that then. That makes that actually and does, he'll have uh, um, sense. He'll have sniper support. And then the other two guys are watching the other two cars, but they are reporting that those two cars are um uh, starting to move into the town now that I guess they've spotted people. All right. All right, so let's let's see what happens. So let's have them the cops uh you know go up and see what they want and uh, we'll take it from there based on whatever they're saying to to the townsfolk. So I'll just listen in on the radio conversation once they get there. Okay. So the the one cop makes his way over and they, he sees uh, the four guys from the car talking to a couple of um, uh well what we know to be workers that were kind of like stripping out supplies mm-hmm. what they just think are kind of survivors and um when he comes up he uh he he hears them telling these people about the uh, zombie attack on the town and how a horde kind of like came through and destroyed the town and that most of the people that were in the town kind of died in the defense of it Right. But they were able to ultimately drive off the horde 
at but basically at the cost of their towns. They're playing it off as if they're like the last few survivors of what was once a bigger town. Okay. And then what are the um possible invaders saying? Um at this point they're just kind of like I don't want to say smiling and nodding, but they're smiling and nodding. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they're they're just kind of listening and taking it in. And uh when the cop shows up and introduces himself and gets in the conversation, he kind of backs up their story and uh you can't obviously see this. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of tell that uh his presence kind of changes the situation a bit. Mm. Um just be um the other guy from HK4, the sniper, is radioing this over to you. Right. Uh, the, the body language of the other guys seems to have um, stiffened a little bit, seeing a, an armed like police officer. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not like, this isn't just some random guy. This is a trained fighter, obviously. Right. Uh, he, and from what you can tell of the conversation, um, it, it hasn't taken on a more serious tone. But it does seem like the people talking are talking more seriously now. Mm-hmm. And to the cop, they're asking if they've seen any outsiders, anybody um, anybody strange come through. And they describe you. Ooh. To, and, and the rest of HK4 to them. Okay. And uh, the cop says, the cop's the first to answer. And he says, no, we haven't seen anybody like that. Uh, we did form an alliance with a few people, but they all died uh, fighting the town. Or in, um, the ones that didn't die left, because you know, look around. There's not much left here, right? Okay. And um, you know, they ask the other people the same question, and they all kind of follow the cops' lead. Okay. And uh, after a few more minutes, the other cars. Um, from the rest of that convoy show up mm-hmm. and the guys get out. So you're, you have basically 12 people, uh, 12 enemy people, actually, sorry. It's like 16 enemy people. All right. Kind of surrounding no guns drawn or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, they're basically surrounding this one cop and your two other people. And, okay. um, all right, when I see this, I think we're going to creep, creep closer just in case we're needed, um, just as close as we possibly can, um, just in case we have to rush in and, and help our people uh, if, the, if the need arises. But meanwhile, I'll just keep listening. Are you, like, creeping like you're going slow or you're just kind of booking it in there? No, no, no. I'm, I'm like, creeping, like, uh, like from – from what I'm seeing in my head, like the, there's the town and just as, you know, there's like a, a, a separation between the forest and the town proper. And I'm assuming that that's where they're kind of meeting. Uh, oh, they're, 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 they're like in the town proper, like further in a town. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to so... get into the town too. And like go, use the buildings as cover mm-hmm. to get as close as I possibly can. Yeah, You would be able to drive a little bit as long as you're not super loud about it. Just to get closer, and then you could go on. I don't foot. know if I want to take the car. Well, you know what? I probably will then. If I'm far enough away where they're not going to hear the cars, 
Um, I'm going to go as far as I can in with the cars, park them behind a building somewhere, and then, you know, creep closer till I can get, you know, as as close as I possibly can without possibly raising a ruckus um, and alerting them to our presence. But I definitely want to get as close as I possibly can while all this is going on as I listen to what's going on. Are you having the car you sent to the other side of the town come through as well? No, I want them to stay there just in case I need them ultimately as backup or in case we got somebody coming from our tail because they might be thinking the same thing. Like these guys from another town would well, be thinking so the same if, exact thing as if well. If they come if they come from your tail, they're gonna come up behind your position, not this other car. Your other car's on the other side of the town. No, I know, but how do I know that they haven't sent somebody themselves? Oh, oh, oh okay. I see what you're talking about. I got yeah. you. Yeah, because at this point I have no idea what their ultimate uh total strength right, is. So, I mean, obviously they're really big, but they know this this area more than I do, so they can find back roads too to do the same thing that I was yeah. doing. So, as far as you know, the four cars that you saw are now all in the same area. Okay, and um, a couple people from each car are out. I'm not saying all 16 people are out or anything, mm-hmm. but you got like probably each driver is still in their car. Yeah, yeah. Which have... I'm going to keep a driver in each of our cars too, just in case in uh, in case the need arises where we need to get them quick. Just have them parked out and listening in, in on comms as well in case they need us. And a, a, couple, we need them. a couple other people from the town that were, were there working have shown up now too. So you have these, um, you have like eight of these outsiders outside of their cars with the other, with I guess eight more inside the car. Mm-hmm. And now there's like the cop, the two original people they found, and now three other people have come over. Um, everybody, right. ha- everybody has guns, but no guns are out. But right. from what the sniper's saying, the situation's kind of looking like it's getting, um, tense. Like it gets okay. ever well, more Well, what's tense. causing the tenseness? If the cop says that they they didn't see anybody, uh, what just, else are they, what just else the, are they just the, the, the appearance of what seems to be, um, reinforcements for each side. Mm-hmm. Not that anything hostile's happened, but everybody's wary of everybody. Okay. Because I'm kind of wary, too, but I, at the same time, I don't want to jump the gun uh, and start shooting, because it, it's kind of partly what I was trying to avoid by getting out of the other town uh, before something really bad was going to happen or start to happen. I wanted to have my people prepared in case that that arose, because... Just the setup that the the leader of the other place had was too militaristic for me. Mm-hmm. I understand it's a zombie apocalypse, but it, it sounded like he was setting himself up more as a lord or anything. Um, that's not me. I kind of want everybody to to work together and everything else, but he seemed more kind of like setting himself up as a king and a feudal type of situation, and I thought it was getting more tense, so that's kind of why I got out, but I my whole point in saying all this was I don't want to, to act the aggressor and to be the aggressor in this situation. I want to, you know, I want to know if it's a clear thing, um, you know, that they've started this whole thing. So I'm just going to hold off now and find, and just look, keep on listening and seeing what these guys ultimately want or don't want. And if it's just me, then that might actually be a good thing. Um, um. So the other two members of HK4 that were watching the two cars 
before they left to join the fray. Well, not mm-hmm. fray, but uh, they are now um, flanking. They're in a flanking position uh, where they could fire on the cars if needed. Okay. Yeah, I want to tell them to hold off on that um, unless they see something. Just everybody uh, keep chilly. Keep chilly in there. Um, then... So the you can kind of hear the cop say, talking to the guy he's been talking to. And it seems like they're offering uh, uh, for these people to come join them at their own camp. Okay. I mean, that sounds, uh, that would be logical to me. So I'm still okay with that. Uh, hopefully the cop's going to say no, you know, uh, for, for whatever reason. Well, and you, you, he says, um, you know, he said, listen, we're all from this town. Uh, some of the buildings are still standing and we have supplies for a while. So we're kind of going over our options, but for now we're going to stay here. Uh, We do appreciate the offer though. Okay. And um, you hear the guy say, well, um, they give him a radio frequency and say, hey, um, and a radio and say, well, if you see those guys we were telling you about, you would um, give us a call if you don't mind. Okay. And they also say, uh, actually, you know what? Would you mind before we head, we're going to head further out. Would you mind if we leave a few people here? I, see, I'm kind of staying out of this because I really want it to be. Um, well, at I, this... I don't want to be in, in charge of that character because there's a couple of questions that I want to ask. And I kind of want to feel there's a sense of helplessness that I'm feeling now because I'm not controlling that character. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the same token, I'm, I, I feel like I'm also taking on. Um, that of the audience so they might be thinking some things that they want to know well, too so i'm just gonna this is this is going to be your gig I know, r- right now want, how you want the story to end and then i'll take over when i actually have a part but i don't want to like, speak but go ahead like right now you couldn't you couldn't even ask the cop to say anything without that's what them i'm saying i can't you. really say hey you know it's like yeah call they, the radio hey ask him this and then they recognize right. your Plus voice he's and, got his channel open so i couldn't say anything even if i wanted to Right. Unless I just screamed it loud, but it's not going to get through because he's got his channel open. Well, I think you're still so, too far away to to even make the screaming. Okay. Um. So, uh, you know, the cop kind of assesses the situation and says, "Um, yeah, we could find a building to set you guys up in, or you can find a building. That's fine." Like I said, there's not very many of us left. Uh, how long do you think you'd be staying for? And they said, oh, we just want to, they'll just be staying here until we come back through, and then we'll all head back to our camp probably in about 12 hours or so. And they say, oh, yeah, sure, you know, sure, whatever. That's that's fine. It's just, you know, there's a few of us cops and uh, uh, just a few civilians left around here, and that's it. Okay. So that's the that's the situation as you hear it. Uh-huh. Um at that at that point, just some pleasantries are exchanged, and three cars head out. One car stays. Okay. Uh, so, obviously, the, the it's a small town, but it's big enough that you could have people come meet you to discuss your options. Okay. Well, hopefully they they've uh, you know thought of that. Um, 
and we'll take it from there. Like once, once those three cars have left, uh, to see if I can meet up with the cop, uh, and talk about what's going on. Um, the, the, the car that stays heads over to the main city hall building. They're just going to set up in there. Okay. I don't know if you want them to or not, but that's what they're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a choice, and I can't really tell the cop what to do because he's got the open channel. So I'm just going to wait till the cop, you know, gets a free minute and hopefully comes over, or I can signal to him to come over and, um, you know, have a conversation with them about what we're going to do with these people. So I'm just going to hold off until I see the cops alone, and then once once he is alone or I have a chance to get to him, and talk to him. I'm going to try and get up to him and, and talk to him. Okay, so we will pick this up on the next episode. Oh, another cliffhanger. What is going to happen with now that mini uh, outpost that, that seems like they're setting up? Interesting. Interesting. It's it's heating up. It's heating up. It's, Derek's, poten- it's uh, potentially heating up. Uh, he thinks on- it, it could be potentially heating up. Could Maybe. be cooling down. Uh, it doesn't seem like because they got a bunch of people out looking for me. So somebody's upset. Who knows? Um, Maybe there will be a, a shootout at the OK Corral in the next episode. We'll see. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to find out on the next exciting adventures of What If the Zombie Apocalypse Happened. All right. In the meantime, make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Old Nerd Young Nerd. And as always, I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And And remember, remember, normal is the new new boring. boring. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys.